Welcome to this Simplifying Investing Podcast Special, Retirement White Paper. Now, here's Senior Media Manager Daniel Papini and AMP's General Manager of Retirement Solutions, Ben Hillier. AMP is excited to launch its Retire with Confidence white paper today, together with some new research showing both the challenges and misconceptions surrounding retirement. Joining me today to discuss some of the findings is Ben Hillier, General Manager of Retirement Solutions at AMP. Ben, thank you so much for your time. Wonderful to be here. Ben, I'd like to start by asking you, you know, what, what are the top three challenges faced by Australians in when it comes to retirement planning today? Look, I'm not going to talk about dodgy hips and things, so I'll, I'll keep my, <laughs> my answers maybe focused on the financial challenges that people face. And time and time again, we see in the research, the number one fear retirees have is running out of money. We call it FORO, the fear of running out. And FORO, it, look, it's a, a fundamental issue that affects all retirees, whether they've got a small balance, you know, $50,000, $100,000 in superannuation or over a million dollars. Obviously, people's lifestyle expectations change. They all have a common concern. They don't really know how much they can spend consistently uh, without that fear of running out. So that's probably number one. Number two, I'd point to the complexity of the retirement system. The retirement system is a, a mishmash of tax law, superannuation law, age care, estate planning, uh, you know, there's there's, a, there's so much complexity to it and we've added this complexity and there's a lot of change that keeps on happening. And so people have been focusing on all, all this legislation um, and all these complex issues during their accumulation years. Superannuation system, one of the great benefits of it is that it's compulsory, you know, mandatory preserved. And so you, it's really, you don't have to think much about it, especially during those early years of accumulation. But then people find they're underprepared just in terms of the knowledge gap. So that's, that's a, a really big issue. We've had a wonderful period in the last 20, 30, even 40 years where we've had falling inflation and rising or strong investment returns. And so that's created a, well, I don't know what the opposite of perfect storm is, but a perfect set of scenarios where, where people actually have been uh, relatively comfortable um, and even drawing the minimum from account-based pensions, for example, they haven't run out and they've actually preserved a lot of capital. It's given people peace of mind as they go through retirement um, and they have had been able to maintain decent standards of living. I'll get perhaps more on that later. They could have been spending a lot more. But the point is, we don't expect the next 10, 20, 30 years to be the same as the last 10, 20, and 30. We've got rising inflation. We've got uncertain economic markets. And that creates um, just further uncertainty and challenges for retirees. And inflation in particular is a, is a bigger issue for retirees than it is for accumulators because, of course, your paycheck has stopped. You're no longer adding to your superannuation. And so the, when those contributions have stopped, but if you've got rising costs of living but a fixed amount of capital, of course, it, it, it underlies two things. Number one, you need to be investing through retirement, not just to retirement, um, but also, yeah, you, you simply may run out if you don't invest appropriately and plan your spending appropriately. But but neither do we want people to underspend because we're seeing that as a significant issue at the moment. Thanks for that, Ben. And I wanted to take you up on one of those key challenges you mentioned earlier, which is um, the fear of running out. You know, such a common um, uh, anxiety for many pre and, 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 and early retirees. Can you talk a bit more about, you know, what kind of impact this is having on their ability to enjoy a comfortable lifestyle in retirement? Yeah, it's a great question. And we are seeing that, that a, a very consistent pattern apply to many retirees in Australia. And that is they have the lowest amount of uh, retirement income at the start of retirement because they have this fear of running out. They don't yet understand you know, how much they need to spend for a comfortable retirement. They don't know, of course, how long that ret retirement needs to last. Uh, don't know what returns are going to be. And so they, they draw the minimum from account-based pensions and they underspend. And what that typically has meant is, is the lowest level of, of income in real dollars, as in, you know, 
today's dollars, taking into account inflation at the start of retirement, when that's the opposite of what should be happening. You know, we know very well that people have active years of retirement at the start. They start to slow down a little bit when the knees and the hips sort of play some trouble. And of course, they just, you know, they get that, that travel bug out of the system and they and they just become more, more, more comfortable with what they have. And of course, you know, many of us will enter into a frail period. Some people call it the go-go, the go-slow and the no-go years uh, where, you know, aged care, um, you know, so it come, comes into play. We're not really not spending on, on lifestyle and travel, but of course, our health costs and care costs might actually increase. Um, and so, yeah, fundamentally, the the, um, the shape of people's retirement income is the opposite of what we'd like it to be. It's actually, you know, starting low and rising in, in real terms and actually having peak income when they can actually can't use it the most. You know, ideally, we'd like to see the opposite of that. We I recently put together a, a presentation, a paper talked about uh, that, that 6% should be the new 4%. And we know that there's this very common rule of retirement planning called the 4% rule where it suggests that if you draw 4% of your portfolio in the first year of retirement and then increase it with inflation over time, that that's an appropriate way to plan your finances so that you'll never run out of money. Now, look, it's it's been a great rule for one aspect, and yes, it does mean you don't run out of money, but what it fails to recognise is that for 98% of the time or something, that rule will actually lead leave most people with the same amount of capital at death as they had at the start. It's underspending and it's encouraging people to, it's really self-insuring that fear of running out and self-insurance is generally a really inefficient way to uh, to plan your finances. And so we'd like to encourage people to, to increase um, the amount of money they spend in retirement. We've recently launched, and as have other organisations, recently launched um, some lifetime income solutions, which are, have been a missing piece of the puzzle. And we've seen some wonderful early results. Basically, we've seen retirees taking up these new solutions have been able to increase their retirement incomes by 50% on average. And that's caused by a few factors. Number one, the rates of, of income from these new solutions can be quite high. There's an added benefit that, that Centrelink age pension um, eligibility increases uh, when, you, when you purchase these income streams. Uh, but even more fundamentally, people just had more confidence to spend their own money because they've overcome the fear of running out. We've given them permission to spend their own money, to actually enjoy the lifestyle they actually can afford. And so that's really thrilling for us to uh, just see that change in behaviour that comes when people have that confidence to spend. And I'd like to bring you up on that um, point around age pension eligibility because according to um, AMP research, half of Australians age 50 and older um, don't know if they'll be eligible for some or all of the age pension. Um, a staggering finding and it's something that I wanted to really dig into a bit deeper. You know, Ben, how significant of a challenge is uh, financial literacy when it comes to retirement planning? Yeah, look, as I mentioned in my first answer, the complexity of the system is, is to some, for some people insurmountable. We, we really have a, a complex system. I'm trying to lay blame in anyone particular, but it's, it's um, there's a lot of intersecting pieces of legislation and it's really beyond the average person to be able to understand all the ramifications. And of course, lots of people navigate it generally quite well, but we do see the value of, of financial advice to, for helping people of a whole range of situations to be able to just maximise things like Centrelink eligibility, but also navigating aged care, estate planning, quasi-death taxes. We don't have, have, have a thing with death taxes, but there is quite a significant tax that can apply if the money remains in super. So there's a, there's a whole lot of things. So that Financial literacy can take you so far, but financial advice is, is, is really important as well. And we 
we call on super funds in the industry to do a better job at educating um, our members. We also call on the government to uh, to make sure that we have we, we can take some of the complexity out to make it as easy as possible for retirees to navigate the system. Now, I'd like to draw your attention to some recent findings by the 2023 Intergenerational Report, which found that in 40 years' time, when Australia's population is, is expected to grow beyond um, 40 million, um, there will be a total of approximately 9 million people aged 65 and over, which is double the proportion of that cohort now. Our white paper here um, looks at um, a few of the key challenges that this cohort is facing, and particularly as our system evolves from accumulating savings to spending those savings with, with those um, older Australians, how important will financial advice be in helping more Australians spend their best years in retirement? Yeah, look, it, it critically important. And but, but I say that recognising that there's a whole spectrum of financial advice. And not everybody needs or can afford fully comprehensive financial advice. If your situation is very, very simple, you know, mum, dad, kids, super, house, nothing much else. Potentially, your superannuation fund with some uh, what, we, what we call intra-fund advice may be suitable for that sort of a situation. Perhaps um, aided by some education, some seminars, some, some reading, etc. But that's not to say that those retirees, even with fairly simple situations, couldn't do better with a financial advisor. Certainly, that's what we're seeing with our, um, our My North Lifetime solutions, which are only available by a financial advisor because of their sophistication. But we're seeing the average age retire- that advisors are, are putting their clients into these solutions is actually 50. It's before retirement mm. um, because there's things that that, retire- or that pre-retirees can be doing that really maximise the, uh, the advantages and, and benefits they can receive during retirement. And look, it's beyond the, the capability of of um, people to actually understand all the rules and the, the, the sophistication that goes into these things. So we, we would encourage advice. We're really encouraged by efforts that the government is making to improve the availability, the affordability and simplicity of financial advice. Uh, and we're really looking forward to the implementation of what's known as the quality of advice review uh, recommendations to be able to make advice available to more Australians at, at lower cost and, and, and more freely available. We know there's there's a shortage of financial advisors compared to the number of retirees, and so we really need to urgently fix, uh, fix that situation. And you spoke about some of the complexities that um, we face when we hit retirement there. And, you know, as the old saying goes, change is the only constant in superannuation with all the different um, regulations and, and developments that the industry has gone through over the last um, 10 and 20 years. You know, what should advisors be saying to their clients entering retirement in this environment? Uh, yeah, you're right. Change is, uh, is a certainty. Um, and so, and, and the risks that retirees face are, are many. And we've talked about financial risks, but there's also the financial, there's health, there's um, you know, family, there's uh, mental health and mental capacity, there's behavioural challenges, etc. And so, if I'm an advisor, I'd be just looking at ways we can reduce some of those risks. We, we know that people might be getting comprehensive advice now, but they're unlikely to, get, to maintain that advice relationship through their entire lives. And so, uh, things that advisors can do to, to take some of that risk off the table such as looking at something that pays income for life. That takes longevity risk off the table, but it also gives confidence to spend at a higher level, so it improves financial adequacy. It also can uh, overcome some of the behavioural mistakes that people make. Uh, and, and so you know, that, that, that's, that's one example. Also making sure we have flexible solutions that can accommodate the change that you talked about is really, really important as well. Now, we've spoken about the rising cost of living um, and the challenges that retirees face with today. With the looming debt cliff, you know, more and more Australians are looking for strategies to ensure they don't have a lifestyle deficit 
in retirement. Um, in fact, AMP research shows almost half um, would prefer to downsize if it reduces their debt. Ben, can you talk a bit more about what this means and um, perhaps um, outline further, you know, the role that these market-linked retirement income solutions can, can play in helping guarantee an income for life? Yeah, like we, we've previously seen a, um, a spectrum of only two with book-ended or by account-based pensions on one end, which are really flexible. You can invest however you like, but it's actually misnamed. It's not a pension at all. It's just an account. And so you could spend it all in the first year and run out and then simply be on the age pension. So that's at one end of the spectrum. And then we've had traditional annuities, which are wonderful vehicles and they pay an income for life that's guaranteed. But the level of income you can get from these isn't necessarily going to be as high as you could otherwise draw because the, these providers um, who supply an annuity, they have to invest somewhat conservatively. They have to reserve a fair amount of capital. They're very well regulated by APRA with very strict rules about how much capital gets uh, reserved so that, that that guarantee can be ironclad. But there was not much in between those two, two extremes. Now we're seeing market-linked lifetime income streams, which have the benefit of an income for life, but they also can have the flexibility to have investment choice, to be able to change the level of income, to be able to, um, to commence before retirement and, and really maximise some of those advantages. And so we are seeing this new hybrid approach. The benefit of, of them, or another big benefit of them is because you can invest in the, the sort of things you can typically invest in an account-based pension. So you know, a balance of property, shares, uh, as well as more conservative things like term deposits, et cetera. Because you have that investment flexibility, you can draw higher amounts of income from them, which is why I mentioned before, we've seen the average retiree who's invested in a one of our lifetime income accounts, we call them, has increased their retirement income by about 50% on average, a substantial increase. But it's not just the financial advantages that we point to, it's also the psychological benefits. That So we're really looking, in fact, as our mission to... Um, well, certainly my personal mission in, in my role is looking after retirement solutions to give people not just the increased comfort, financial, but also confidence, the psychological benefits as they go to and through retirement. As a final point, you know, to summarise the, the research and the findings, you know, what were your key takeouts from the Retire With Confidence white paper? Uh, look, yeah, when we've, we've Talked about a number of these already. You know, retirement, sorry, superannuation in particular. It's it's been a, a journey, uh, and it's been a real success story for the accumulation phase. Um, Australia is looked to rightfully as a leader in the world stage for a, a sustainable, a vibrant, um, kind of competitive superannuation accumulation system. But there's still more work to do to um, to finalise the decumulation, as we call it, the retirement phase, or so converting that that capital to income. Um, we, we know that traditional solutions have some inadequacies. They either expose people to that fear of running out or uh, they pay too low levels of income. And we, as a result, we are seeing people significantly underspend. The Retirement Income Review, which preceded our report but put out by the government, it found that retirees on average, in many instances, are, uh, are passing away with about 90% of their starting balance left unspent. Mm. Um, and that's that represents a, well, Economists will call it an inefficiency, but I, you know, from a personal level, I say that well, those are there's a whole lot of, of our grandparents and our parents who are living much more frugal lives than they can afford. Uh, we, and so we really want to basically improve the standards of living of many of these retired Australians and just give them that peace of mind that their, their money will never run out. We talk in the report about longevity, um, and this is a really 
misunderstood concept. We know we talk far too often about life expectancy and that gives people a false impression. The facts are most people will live beyond their life expectancy. That's just the way the mathematics works. Most people will actually live beyond their life expectancy. People chronically miss, they underestimate their own life expectancy. They base it on their, often their grandparents because they're often, when you're retiring, often our parents are still alive. Um, And so we're basing it on two generations ago. And of course, there's been substantial improvements in longevity and health and aged care, et cetera, and the years in between. Uh, And then to to make that worse or or better in terms of living longer, but but the the, the issue is worse where we were really not planning for long enough periods in retirement. Many of us will go into retirement as a couple, about 70% of us retire as a couple. And the probability of either one partner living to a certain age is greatly, uh, is, is a lot more than the probability of one in particular of going to an age. But of course, you don't know which is going to live the longest. Uh, and of course, as a couple, you want your finances to, to last for for both of your lives, regardless of who that person is. We know, for example, that if you're a male and female couple, anywhere from 50 to 80 actually, you've got still one in five chance that one of you is going to be alive at age 97. I.e., if you want 80% confidence of not running out of money, you need money to last till age 97, mm-hmm. have that 80% confidence. That's quite a surprising number for a lot of people who've been thinking about you know, life expectancy tables, which might have pointed them to you know, 84 for a male or 87 for a female who are, who are currently 60 years old. And so, yeah, that, that's that's another, I think, uh, for me, quite important chapter in the, in the report. Um, and then, of course, just the, um, as we've reiterated, there are new solutions that just help us to, to better manage these risks, better be able to, to, to balance the flexibility that people want in retirement, but give them the peace of mind that their money's not going to run out. Great. Thank you so much for your time, Ben. My pleasure. Wonderful to be here. For more information on the Retirement White Paper, follow the links in the show notes. 